It's Friday, June 26th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss middle-of-the-night mobile phone etiquette, the Hannity Town Hall debacle, the Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, and a whole lot more. Mike Bennett Week continues with a pre-show track by Garage Baby. Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? We're okay. listening to the... <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and, days and, not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. 
You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Then aren't we all? Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. <laughs> Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Wakefield, Gatineau Hills, Hillians. I'm trying to. Uh, all right, let's turn this down a notch. Let's calm down. A little frantic this morning. The board is all out of whack. I was turning up the effects instead of the volume. 
I want to make sure I'm recording. It's amazing how much time you can kill sharing the thing. I've talked about this before, but something happens on Facebook, and today is especially bad. When you're trying to tag, you go at, start tagging. You see the name up there, the thing you want to tag, boom, boom, it's right there. By the time you travel, your thumb travels from your keyboard to the thing, it disappears, and you're just tagging. It was really bad this morning. Annoying. Oh, so annoying. I kept tagging Claire Bestland, and <laughs> I don't know how it jumps to Claire Bestland. It's like at the Julian Dion show. I put oh at the J-U. There's no C in there, nothing. And I see it. Boop. It's up there at the Julian Dion show. My thumb travels in a millifraction of a second. Clow. Claire Bestland is tagged. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? Yeah, sometimes I find that tagging stuff doesn't work. Is my volume up in my uh, headphones? That's a little bit better. Yep, that's good. Anyway, so um, a little frantic, trying to get it done before. If you are with us, uh, good morning. We are, of course, live on Facebook Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Give us a share, if you will. If you want. I feel like my volume is high now. Anyway, Jen Grant is with us this morning. Oh. That's right. Good morning. There she is. Good morning. All right, there. Any hoozle. And, uh, of course, Mike uh, Bennett Week uh, wraps up today. I think we'll do one more Monday because Monday we had uh, a technical issues. We couldn't play a, a, any pre-show song. But this... Sure. Sure um, thing. Loves it. Nailed it. So Mike Bennett Week continues that with a, with a track from Garage Baby, his uh, latest outfit. Love it. Uh, he was singing there on that thing. I believe he wrote that song too. He writes a lot of the songs, and um, he's great. He's the lead singer in that group. Right back to his punk roots. That was for PM, by the way. A little punk rock. Oh, nice. To get the Friday going. Friday. I, I almost said Friday, yay, because I, I sarcastically tag it Friday. <laughs> I can't stand Friday, but I do it anyway. <laughs> That's our show. Good night. <laughs> it's the morning. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all over the map. We're headed to Montreal right after the show to see our Outside pal. Outside of Montreal. Well, I don't uh, want people to freak out cause going to Montreal. Oh, right. Yes, of course. It's, it's not. It's yeah. not Montreal. And we're not going to. We're going to be very safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Montreal numbers are going down quite a bit. And actually, I talked to a doctor on the phone the other day. I had an on, uh, over-the-phone medical for the uh, insurance policy for the TV taping I'm doing in August. And right. uh, we're talking about how crazy, you know, nobody's listening to science and whatever. And she said, yes, it's very crazy. She said, although, she said, don't go nuts. Don't go full reckless. But she said, if this helps your anxiety, she said, the numbers have down, gone down quite a bit. So now if you take a group of 10 people, there's a likely chance that nobody will have it in that 10 people or mm. whatever. Whereas before, who knew, kung kung? Yep. Kung kung. True, true. Kung kung. Yes, it's a suburb of Montreal out of anything. Yeah. It's very safe. We'll be in a backyard, socially distancing. If you want to see the backyard, we will be in. Go to at the Derek Sagan on Instagram. <laughs> He's got loads of content. He uploads videos every day of him doing various woodworking and deck work. Yeah. 
We were texting this morning. We get up at five and we were texting Derek and we woke him up. I didn't realize. <laughs> so he's like, you know, we're t- talking again. Our debate of is it, is it drop a dump, take a dump, leave a dump? And he said, uh, I think it's lay, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's our gross early morning conversation in a group chat. And then he's like, I'm sleeping, so feel fr- feel free. He's like, feel free to save some of this for the show, by the way. I'm sleeping. And then I realized it made me think of the debate of, not the take a dump debate, but the um, your phone. At night, like, should you call people early in the morning or text them when you think about something in the middle of the night or will they wake them up? Is it up to the person to have their phone off mm-hmm. or on do not disturb or is up to is it up to you to text at regular human hours? It was right. like after 5 a.m. when we were texting Derek and he woke up. Mm-hmm. So is it up to the person to silence their phone, turn it off completely or put it on do not disturb or is it up to... The reacher outer, right? To to wait for normal hours between, hmm. no- and and then I was thinking because at first I, my position on this has always been just turn off your phone. What are you doing? But then I'm like the phone has co- the cell phone, the mobile phone, has replaced the landline. Landlines you couldn't turn off. I mean, I guess you could turn off the ringer or turn it down, but. The premise of a landline is just if someone called you in the middle of the night, it rang and you would you it would wake you up and you'd answer. For the most part, when people called at night, it was for emergencies because people knew don't call people at night; it's going to wake up the whole house. And then the cell phone has sort of not sort of has replaced the landline. More homes have no landline. I would guess we have one, but I I, I think that's weird. Like I like it, but I think people think that's weird. They do. So let us know in the comments. Whose responsibility is it? You know what? I think it's the reason I like being able to text at any hour of the day is, A, we get up really early in the morning. So if I think of something early in the morning and I just don't want to forget, like my technique of making sure I always get the shit done that I need to get done is that I do it right away. Because if I don't do it right away, I easily forget. And then it's like replying to an email. I think you can reply to an email any time of day because... Well, email hasn't replied or... uh, Wait, I don't. Replace the landline. True. Whereas... But I heard someone talking about it on a podcast the other day about how sending emails should also be within a respectable time. But I don't. I disagree. Oh, that's yeah. That's crazy. Why? I don't know. I'm not sure why. Maybe because people, when they receive it, they get notifications and they don't turn their phone off or something, and they feel that they have to get back to them right away. Yeah, emails. I say no. Screw it. You can send an email at 4 a.m. if you want, but calling or texting. I mean, calling. Nobody even calls. But the. Um, I think you can. E- I think it's up to the person to put "do not disturb" or "silent" on their phone because we have that ability to do that with our phone. So why what, wouldn't you do that? Well, what about emergencies? Um, well, I guess most emergencies would come from immediate family, and you can put them as an exception. And I don't think like that one of your favorites. You mean where yeah. they, where they get through the DND? Yeah, and I think. Is that does that apply to texts or only phone yep. calls? Yep. 
all notifications. Oh. Hmm. What do you mean? Well, because oh, that's if, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is a good thing. But if it's an emergency, you're not going to text. Yeah. You're going to call. Yeah. But still, th- then it's like not everybody knows how to do that. Not everybody knows to go and, you know, add someone to their favorite so that it will it will ring if well, your phone's on do not disturb. That's their problem. Then there's a whole education process that comes with it. Well, that's their problem. <laughs> no? Yeah. No, I'm just asking that. Well, uh, it's kind of like, you know, when they say uh you get pulled over for something and then and then the say it's I don't know. Mm, say there's no speed limit signs and you're going over 40 in a residential area and they pull you over and you say, well, I didn't know it was 40. Uh, there's no sign. The burden is on the driver to know the information. Hmm. So. Yeah, but that's the law. I mean. No, I'm just saying that, you know, if you sure have this incredible. No, but it is interesting because these people, mo- many people. We're going to get canceled. Many people, these people. <laughs> many, many people, including myself, I'll admit it. I don't know everything my, that my phone can do because like you've said before, our phones now are like these incredible computers yep. that are capable of insane things. And like who the hell reads the manual? No one. So you just barely know how to Speak use it. Speak for yourself. I read manuals and terms of agreement on <laughs> any website that I join. Mm. Anyway. Oh, I thought you were going to continue. I didn't mean to. No, c- that's it. Completely stop your thought. No, that's it. Anyway, so sorry, Derek, for waking you up at five fifteen a.m. <laughs> but we'll see you at noon. We tried to. Uh, PM's got some uh, opinions about. Oh this. yeah, shoot. You want to hear it? Yep, I do. Let's get a let's get a debate going. Let's get a conversation going. Let's. Well, Mark Sarazen said, good question. So he's wondering what that would be, too. So it's a good question. PM said, it's hard to figure out since I'm in NB. I sometimes text things at 8 a.m. to people forgetting it's 7 in Quebec. But people should silence their phone between the hours they sleep. Yes. I said, I agree. PM says, as Jen, if I don't text at the time I think about something, I'll forget. PM says, for email, it's whenever. I always send festival Rien's email at like midnight because it's the only time I have between the kids and my day job to do things. Yeah, I think emails are fair game. I mean, go yeah. go not what are they, then it's going to bleed into don't comment or like on anything on Facebook because they'll get a notification in the middle of the night. So, um, you know. Yeah, that's right. But texting or calling, I think, is a legit thing. Mm-hmm. This is the new world we live in. By the way, side note, PM very still into don't don't take my um lack of action as a uh, uninterest lack of interest for a crazy uh, week. Yeah, it's just uh, I'm overwhelmed right now even though I don't want to use that word. It sounds dramatic. I've just got a lot going on, but I wanted to do that thing he's PM has offered to Nice um, enough to offer. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, we got a Google Drive going and I'm going to upload some audio and video files and he's going to do some little a trailer like once a week of of the highlights of the show, which is insane and an incredibly generous thing to ask. And I'm really, really into it. So don't take my uh, delay 
and getting things as a lack of interest. It's on your I'm, list? Oh, yeah. It's it's top, top on my list. I just, it's, there's a few things that are taking up a lot of mental real estate. This uh, script for Comedy Hub, which I'm just about done. I'm going to send in today no matter what. And uh, that has been taking up a lot of mental energy. And anything else I would do, I'd feel like I should be doing this thing. Bless your little heart. Anyway, so uh, uh, PM. Excuse me. Thank you, buddy. But yeah, anyway, so that is a it, it is a question. <laughs> yes, that's a question. <laughs> Whose responsibility is it? Especially texting, because not a lot of people call anymore. But texting, I texted my buddy Matt the other day at five twenty one a.m. because he texted me at like ten or whatever when my phone was off. I turn it. I don't even bring the phone in the room. It's in the office here in the studio, plugged in and off and I'm in bed so I texted uh, my buddy Matt I replied to one of his messages at 521 and then at he started chirping me at like 10:30 or 11 he's like really 521 a.m. are you okay is something wrong are you going through something why screen time at 521 that can't be good for the retina just like nonstop <laughs> And I'm like, I'm a grown man. I get up and do things. Then he knew he had me. He was pushing my button, so he just kept going. He's like, just feel free to talk to me if there's anything that's on your mind. Like, 521? Who texts at 521 a.m. as a grown man? Mm -hmm. I'm like, like, ooh. (laughs) Anyway, so, but I just, yeah, I I don't know. I haven't really thought about it until lately where a couple people were like, thank you. I was sleeping. Now I'm up. I'm like, well, geez, turn off your phone. Yep. Anyway. Uh, PM says, think you are not busy enough. I will send you my kids for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true enough. Yeah. This, we often say that just to give parents credit. We both say that. Like, we're exhausted. We're busier than parents. Mm-hmm. We're way busier than parents. <laughs> Kidding. We usually say uh, something to the effect of, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm not, I, I want to get more done in the day. And we don't even have kids. Well, we have two cats and a dog, which is probably equal. (laughs) (laughs) And write your letters. Uh, Send your letters in to couplewithnokids at (laughs) gmail.com. Yeah, I know. It's a silly uh, it's a silly excuse and I'm uh, to to not uh, it's it's not like it would take long to upload uh, shit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, right. Great. Now I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want him to lose interest. Be like, forget this. He's not doing anything. Yeah. Well, strike while the iron's hot. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'll 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 do that over the weekend. I'll do that over the weekend. I mean, today we're leaving after the show, but for sure uh, tomorrow I'll be around. I'll do that. Okay, PM? Okay. And you also... Is that okay for you, PM? Is that is that fine? Or is as I go uh, with your... Uh, <laughs> what? No, it's huge. I'm really excited to see what uh, he's going to do. He had done the uh, Photoshop of ass milk and another yeah. and another one that says I love a meme that I and love he did Kathy, a good job. That's Kathy nice. Griff- Griffin. Yes. Yeah, really nice. We n- yeah, we need to um support what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm all over it, trust me. I'm really really into the idea. Enough is enough. And once we start doing it, it'll it'll streamline. It'll go it'll just be part of the routine cuz now I've got a little routine after where I upload it to Apple and Google and Spotify and all that stuff. Mhm. And uh so 
it'll just be added to that routine where after I just upload it directly to those folders. Bing, 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 bang, 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 boom, boom, boom. Bada a bing. Should I sing my bada bing song? I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. PM says, in caps, you work for me now. <laughs> the yes. president, Donald J. Trump, was on uh, Sean Hannity for a town hall. I know we're Canadian, but it, this affects us all. Sometimes people complain. Who cares? It's It affects the whole world. And it's super entertaining. But Trump has officially lost it. I mean, it's crazy. So he was doing a town hall with Hannity. I don't know why his people don't tell him not to do these things. It, well, they it, probably do, but he doesn't listen, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. So this is a president that's currently campaigning t- for a second term. I'm going to play some clips. It's just entertaining. It's really wild what 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 he says and does. This is um and I watch a lot of it and it's not these are not clips taken out of context. These are these are cut clips, but they're it's it's the clips in their entirety. So, bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. With me tonight. Oh, are those the words? Is this is it? Be with me. No, I think it's oh. bear with me at first, and then be with oh, me tonight. Right. Okay. So this is a. So again, we're just uh, talking about last night the Trump town hall with Sean Hannity that aired. It was pre-taped, but it aired um, last night on Fox News. This is the answer he gives when asked. You're currently president. You're, you're, let's say, uh, Sean Hannity says, um, you wake up in November, either in the middle of the night or in the morning, and they say it's projected that our next president will be, for the next eight, four years, for a second term, as 45th president will be J- Donald J. Trump. What are your priorities? Priorities. Okay, so what, is it health care? What are you going to bring back the economy up after the coronavirus? What are your priorities? Is it, is it uh, infrastructure? What is it? This was his answer. Let's talk about oh, hold on. Term. Hold on. Let me, let me uh, give you some volume. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a second term. If you hear in 131 days from now, at some point in the night or early morning, we can now project Donald J. Trump has been... Sorry, I don't know why I prefaced it so much. I thought this part was cut out, but... Uh, That's okay. Yeah. ...and re-elected the 45th president of the United States. Let's talk. How do you, what's at stake in this election as you compare and contrast, and what is what are your top priority items for a second term? Well, one of the things that will be really great, you know, the word experience is still good. I always say talent is more important than experience. I've always said that. But the word experience is a very important word. It's in a very important meaning. I never did this before. I never slept over in Washington. I was in Washington, I think, 17 times. All of a sudden, I'm president of the United States. You know the story. I'm riding down Pennsylvania Avenue with our first lady, and I say, this is great. But I didn't know very many people in Washington. It wasn't my thing. I was from Manhattan, from New York. Now I know everybody. And I have great people in the administration. You make some mistakes, like, you know, an idiot like Bolton. All he wanted to do is drop bombs on everybody. You don't have to drop bombs on everybody. You don't have to kill people. That was his answer. It doesn't even answer anything. I know. 
And and it I watched the the after. Did he eventually answer? No, no. Uh, after um, Sean Hannity goes, do you think Bolton uh, did leak classified information? He absolutely did. Then he goes on and on. He didn't say anything. Ugh. That's his answer to his priorities. Experience what? Also, I don't agree with experience. Uh, talent is more important than experience. Well, then you disagree with Trump. I'm not saying that talent's not important, but that's a weird thing to be so strongly opinionated about. And listen to this clip. Because this is very funny. Oh, sorry. Experience go ahead. is really important. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but it just goes to show you that maybe he doesn't learn from his experiences. He more just wants to, like, like um, be uh, inspired to do something based on a gut feeling or something instead of experience, which gut feeling is important too, but experience teaches you a lot, actually. Yeah. Don't you agree? Yes, totally. What a weird thing to be so passionate about. That's strange. Uh, oh, this, listen to this part. All right. <laughs> it was a, people are like, questioning his mental health now well they always have but i think i am the probably friend of mine said you have to be the most perfect person they had everybody i think i am the probably friend of mine said you have to be the most perfect person they had everybody is he joking no he says he says you've got to be the most perfect person isn't that true and then people clap Ew. yeah he's so gross anyway it was very entertaining if you want to be entertained it's uh uh there's a couple other clips i want to to pull but yeah the fact that like you entertain is a good way of saying it because the fact that like everything you've played i'm like is he joking because it's like reads like a comedy um, uh, fuck. There is this other clip I wanted to show. I should have damn, damn, damn pulled it first because now I can't find it. Do you remember? Could y- you just? Y- uh, it was. Let me see. Um, okay. Hannity. Trump. Corona nineteen. It was about uh, the coronavirus mm-hmm. and testing. Again. Um, in regards to him? Yeah, yeah. Damn it. In the meantime, I'll read you what PM said. He said in brack and quotes. I'm not going to lie. They had oh. predicted for May nine and a half. Here my list. Look, we're beginning. I was a little surprised. I'm not going to lie. They had predicted for May nine and a half million jobs lost. You en- we ended up gaining 2.5 million. Almost three. We had the largest retail sales month. I, I don't know if you all saw the numbers. 18%. That's a record. So here's my list. And we had a pretty good number come out today on jobs, too. Yeah, well, I didn't pretty see the number. number. Also better than projected, but more importantly, so we have more cases because we do the greatest testing. If we didn't do testing, we'd have no cases. Other countries, they don't test millions. So up to almost 30 million tests. So when you do 30 million, you're going to have a kid with the sniffles and they'll say it's uh, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. I said the other night, there are so many names to this. I could name 19 names like Corona 19, but I could name 19 names. But the fact what? is that there's never been a thing like this. We've done 30 million, almost, we'll be there probably today or tomorrow, 30 million tests. 
Now, when you do tests, you have cases. But what they don't say is there are fewer deaths than there have been, way, way down. And our mortality rate is among the best countries in the world, meaning people that die. Because a lot of these tests, it's a case, it's a kid doesn't even know. In some cases, it's people that didn't even know they were sick. Maybe they weren't, but it shows up in a test. So they'll say 30 million tests. Now you have a big percentage of that. But other countries do very few tests. So it shows they have very few cases. <laughs> and sometimes I jokingly say, or sarcastically say, if we didn't do tests, we'd look great. Where but you we? know what? It's not the right thing to do. Duh. He called it the Chinese plague. I found, uh, I couldn't find the clip, but anyway, the Chinese plague. He's like, is it, it is. It's the Chinese plague. Oh, my God. Uh, what does PM say? PM said, in quotes, talent is better than experience. That explains a lot. There are so many people like him which are not self-aware about their lack of talent. Yeah. PM said, talent gives you velocity in your work. Experience gives you deepness. At the end of the day, both are good, but deepness gives you a more finished end result. I've got a question for you. What's more important, talent or turning your cell phone off at night? <laughs> I feel that in the experience of being woken up, woke. I have learned to put it on Do Not Disturb. You're very woke. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, I just those are a quick, uh, few quick clips from the Trump Hannity Town Hall. It's very entertaining if you watch it because it's it's you cannot believe it. One thing I can't believe is how fast four years went by. Do you remember November when uh, 2016 when he won? It was like, uh, yeah. couldn't believe it. That's crazy. And yeah. it's back at another election. I mean, there's a very good chance he will still win, uh, which is crazy. But What the hell? It's because of issues. We've talked about this before, but it's because of those divisive issues. Those Divisive. Those very um, issues that no matter what, you could be a complete douchebag. But if you are on the side of an issue that, if that person is on the side of the issue that you are very passionate about, yeah. it could be, it's just one issue. Pro-life, pro-choice. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Lee says, at Bada Bings, I feel I would prefer a little experience, but a lot of talent. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's really liking, yeah. he like, really liked that Bada Bing. Bada Bing. I don't blame you, Lee. Bada Bing and Sopranos is freaking the best. I think we have two episodes left. We're going to finish that off this weekend, maybe. Depressed to maybe, think about it. Maybe on... We'll have to start watching right maybe, away again. Maybe tomorrow we should make like an Italian meal. Make a, I'll make like a really good sauce or something. They call it gravy, which is funny in... Um, on the show Sopranos. Have you noticed that? Their tomato sauce is called gravy. Good oh, gravy. Me? Yeah. No, no, I just oh. mean people. Um, yeah. Anyway, maybe I'll make like an Italian. What do you want? You want lasagna? Do you want spaghetti? What do you uh, want? Let's look, We can meal plan off air, maybe. No, I want everything planned right now. But anyway, yeah, we can do like a little celebratory, you know, say goodbye to Sopranos. I love it. Yeah. Maybe we can whack someone. <laughs> Me. You off. are you're king. <laughs> you're king of the sound bites. You whack me off. Whack me off. Xavier <laughs> says oh. oh. Go ahead. Xavier said it's because of the electoral college. Yeah. What is? Explain. That he might win again? Ah. Uh, 
Well, it's also, I've mentioned this, the trajectory will look good. Even if everything's in the, in the tank economy, everything, the uh, the trajectory will look good. Oh, next year, look, we'll, we'll... And he's already starting to do that, play on the uh, next year thing. Anyway, moving on from Trump, because so uh, what? Why? Huh? <laughs> daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. I'm, I'm running out of moves. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you Can you me. see the like my dead eyes when I'm doing it? There's just nothing. Get into it. All right, I, I'll get into it for the end one. I want you to feel the end one. I'll pr- I'll do like a TikTok, okay? My next, when we wrap it up, the Daily Dose, I'll do uh, a TikTok type dance. Okay, I love it. So I've watched a lot of tech TikTok dances. Don't give us any spoilers for your dance. Let me get my bra out. Do you have your posture bra on right now? No, I don't. Do you not wear it anymore? Yes, I do. Do you feel that your posture is good on its own? It doesn't need the support anymore? I still need it when I'm doing certain activities, driving, uh, whatever, because I tend to crouch. Or if I'm working on my computes a lot, I still need it, but yeah. Can I just say that your wardrobe today is well chosen? The shirt underneath matches the squares on your shirt so well. Oh, yeah. That was an accident. Oh my! It's like the same exact. It looks like I have holes. Wow! It looks like I'm just wearing a uh, like a fishnet. Fishnet. Fishnet plaid pattern. Oh yeah, it looks. It's the exact same blue. That was an accident. My mother and on it matches the microphone tape. And it matches the red in this on the sign. Oh, and the red in the live button. I no, think not quite. my mother would be very proud if she was watching. Oh, she would love it. She's all about matching. She's obsessed with matching. Maybe I should. Uh... She's obsessed. Should I take a screenshot? Yeah. And send it to her? Well. No, no, no. I won't. I don't want to remind her that we do the show every morning. <laughs> Say, oh, yeah, they do the show. I'll start tuning in again. Should you do a message to your mom? Yeah. Let me see here. Well done. Yep, that's this a really nice shirt over top. You have a very, very, very nice girlfriend. This is a, yes, I do. I bought that for you. I'm glad you like her. Oh, <laughs> that is not a funny joke. Oh come on, it's a joke because yeah. I consider you more than a girlfriend. Mm. Oh here it is. Put a ring on it. <laughs> Put a ring on it. Let me know. Message to my mom. Message to my mom. Hello, mother. Good morning or good afternoon. If you've stumbled upon this clip, I just want to let you know that even though I'm matching everything, my shirt, my overshirt, the tape on my mic, the sign behind (laughs) me, it's no real reason for you to start watching the show again. I mean, I love you to death. You're, You're my favorite. Uh, one of my b- favorite people in the world, and the best mother, and I love you. It's just this is a place where we get, you know, maybe a little edgy, so <laughs> to speak, and it's maybe not something that a mother would like to hear. 
you know, we talk about various things, and <laughs> this is our little corner of the internet where we can freely express artistically and let our wings spread, so... Maybe a bit politically as well. Love you so much. Please turn it off. Message to my mom. Message to my mom. That's Mike Bennett, by the way, also. He's the best. Yeah. Here is your daily dose. Oh, yeah, right. For Friday, June 26th. Wow, Canada Day's around the corner. Oh, shit, I have a corporate in three days. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. What day it, exactly? On the 30th. Yeah, I should probably start wrapping my head Tuesday. around that. Oof. I think Tuesday. But On don't think th- about it until we get back. 30th? Yeah, you're good. I, 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 it's yeah, 15 I'm not, minutes. I'm not really sakes. nervous. English, right? Or French? English. Wow. Yeah, it's Tuesday night. Or, uh, yeah, I don't even know if it's night or day. I still don't have all the details. Add it to the list. A Zoom show. You have to right do here. the thing for PM. Hi. You have to prepare for your corporate. Mm. You have to. Anyway. But today, it's Friday, so we're just going to relax and enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Here's Friday or Fry-yay? Fry-yay. Do you I, like... I feel like the show's weird today. It is weird. It feels like we never really finish a point i know there's no flow i wanted it's to bring disjointed. up I, yeah you feel that too yes i do the trump stuff i just brought it up to bring it up i didn't even elaborate on anything no i think you did no. i thought i thought that was good oh well thank you then i feel better about oh the show. yeah no I, I thought that was really good and it got people thinking and and venting and here's your daily dose yeah head for friday june 26th A driver for Uber Eats, his name is David Heller, launched a class action suit in 2017 to force Uber to recognize its drivers as employees rather than independent contractors. And amazing. This is why people, even though you want to sue someone, it takes forever. That was in 2017. It's 2020, three years later. Heller, who no longer works for Uber, started legal action after he received a message on his cell phone asking him to accept changes to the way he is compensated. So I guess, you know, they sent out a message while he was working and he had to, like, accept it. And if he didn't, he wouldn't get paid. So he just went ahead and accepted it. Kind of like what you were talking about earlier, where when there's you get a new phone or there's an update and it says, I agree, you just agree. Because, like, who's reading all of that? And even if you read it, a lot of it is hard to understand and whatever. So you just accept things, right? That's the culture we live in now. You get a, a thing and a, a contract or... The best way around that is to copy-paste a Facebook status saying, I do not give consent for Facebook to use my pictures. They are my... Pri-. Why is your voice like that? Because those statuses are so annoying. Oh, and they I have do, never and they seen do them. No- Yes, you have. I'm sure you have. I don't think so. The I copy-pasted this, you do it too... Uh, I do not give Facebook to I consent to use my pictures. They are my private property and all that. It's like so people then they go viral every so few months. A status like that will go viral. Mm. Copy paste. Like that you don't conspiracy. know. You've never seen. That? I'm sure you I have. I don't know if I have. Um, They're so annoying because they do nothing and there's no validity vali- vali- <clears throat> yeah. validity to them. As my mom would say, they've got us by the short and curlies. Pubes. <laughs> I love that saying. I don't know. It's so stupid. The pubes? The short and curlies. 
Message from your mom. <laughs> message my from mom your is, mom. My mom is. The corporations are grabbing us by the pussies. This has been a message from your mom. It never said pussies. No. Short and curlies. So, which is kind of, it's kind of cute. But my mom is so different. I don't have to worry about saying. She's the one who's inappropriate, my mom. I'm the one that's always like, can you tone it down a notch? We're having dinner. Yes. With the short and curlies. Anyway, so he so he no longer works for... Now it should be, they have us by the bald and clammies. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. His lawyer said uh, Heller agreed because he was out on a delivery at the time and wouldn't have been paid if he had declined. So that's not, that's not okay. If the court agrees with Uber, then every company can just have its workers sign a document that says the same thing, the lawyer said. And he said that would mean that companies can do whatever they want with impunity. Um... Uber won a stay of the proposed class action before Ontario Superior Court because of a clause in the contract that requires all disputes between drivers and the company to go through a mediation process, which is just basically a loophole, right? A mediation process in the Netherlands at a personal cost of 14500 U.S. for drivers. No one will do that. Think about that. You're, do, you're driving for Uber. And incidentally, Uber... I think this kind of job seems appealing because it's so flexible and you feel that you're in control of how much you can make. And if you really hustle, you make all this money. Well, this guy, Heller, who had been licensed to use the Uber driver app since February 2016 in Toronto, earned about $20,000, between $20,000 and $31,000 per year before taxes, before taxes and expenses. Like, I think you have to work your ass off to make any kind of money. The aim of the lawsuit is to give drivers a minimum wage, vacation pay, and other protections under the Ontario Employment Standards Act. Standard Act. Like I think what's happening now with the economy is it's this allure of like you're in control, you can be, you can hustle, you can do your own thing, you can have a side hustle. Well, that's that. In other words, you're just not being, you're not, you don't have no benefits, and there's no need for a minimum wage or anything. So it looks appealing, but it's really not. It's really not great. Yeah. So it's kind of shitty. It really isn't great. Uh, this is interesting. A set of newborn triplets became infected with the coronavirus, even though neither one of their parents tested positive for it. Isn't that weird? Weird. In, Mex- they- in Mexico. They don't know. They're looking into it. Health authorities called the case unheard of. The triplets were tested four hours after being born, it, because it's apparently it's protocol to test all premature and th- these babies were premature premature babies for the virus they are right they they're going to be okay one of them is more sick than the other two but like two of them have no symptoms at all and the other one one of them has pneumonia but they're going to be okay they think so well there's it, like 19 different names for this thing so i don't even know Corona-19, for one. (laughs) Nobody calls it (laughs) Corona-19. No one. (laughs) Corona-19, I've never heard of that. Trump, that's what he said. I know. Initially, the thought of the mother... The thought the mother was believed to have an asymptomatic carrier of the virus, to be an an asymptomatic carrier of the virus, but her tests later showed that neither she nor the father were infected. So... It's interesting, eh? Like, this is a very kind of, like, weird... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Virus. 
No, like... Illness. No, stop. Let me try to explain what I'm trying to say. Otherwise, I'm going to forget. Like, almost like a... Not a chameleon, but it's very adaptable. It seems to be... Metamorphosis. Not like... um, Adaptable. Oh, you're so I'm trying to guess. Irritating right now. Irritable. Ah. Uh, so it's just really strange. Yeah. So, anyways, also this is kind of uh, cool and makes you realize how we're really becoming more aware and sensitive about what we say and what we call ourselves. Grammy-winning country group, the Dixie Chicks. Have you heard of this? Has, yeah. has dropped their word Dixie from their name and is now going to be known as the Chicks. What's Dixie? The, well, I'll explain. The band's social media accounts and website were changed Thursday to reflect the new name, which is made up of the three singers. We want to meet this moment. Um, she said that uh, there's also another you uh, know what? band in New Zealand called the Chicks that they had to like check if it was okay if they called themselves the Chick Chicks. And the New Zealand band was like, yeah, sure. You just brought us the best publicity we've ever had in our lives. No. So Dixie is often used as a nostalgic term or nickname referencing a romanticized portrait of the Civil War era in southern United States, especially the states that belong to the Confederacy. The Chicks set to release their new album in 14 years next month. What? I don't understand what that's. They're set to release their first album in 14. (laughs) Yeah. What? I don't know. Read that again. What do you mean? How can you not understand? Well, because I'm wondering if it's a typo that I accidentally wrote, but. That they haven't released an album in 14 years? Oh, Oh, yeah, it is. That's what it is. But 14 years? That doesn't seem right. No. Maybe. Set to release their first new album in 14 years? Next month? That seems strange. Um, Let's see. I'll look it up. Well, that's... The chick's name change comes after a recent decision by the country group Lady Antebellum. And now Lady Antebellum is not going to be called that anymore. They're going to be called Lady A. Oh, my God. After acknowledging the words association to the pre-Civil War period in the United States and to slavery. Jeez. The group. I mean, most people don't know that. Well, now they do, though. I, I, I don't completely disagree with this. The Dick, I like the name Dixie Chicks, but the chicks, like the sound of it, I don't mean that I like what it stood for or represents. The Chicks are the best-selling female group in the U.S. with more than 33 million albums sold. Yeah, their last album was in 2006. Wow, that's crazy. The Chicks. I thought when I saw that <laughs> they were changing their name, I thought it was because Chicks, I thought they were going to be like the Dixie Ladies or something. Right. The, Honestly. That, that Chicks was derogatory? Yes. I didn't really, I just saw the headline at some point yesterday and assumed it was the Chicks part. Here's why I like what they did. I don't necessarily think that every word... You know, sometimes words like that don't necessarily have to have that same meaning that some people might. But what I like about it is that they have their public stage and they're able to, you know, create awareness once again 
for how we need to be yeah. more aware of how, how we use our words. And it also draws attention once again to how bad things are in history and need to be acknowledged and not to use our words lightly. It's I kind of like it. Yeah. I just, it's not that, that obvious, that one. It's like, it's okay. not, but now it is. Well, yeah. Now it is. I don't know. Uh, uh, it's some of it is. Uh, well, then the sports teams, the Washington Redskins, that's fine. Cleveland Indians, no problem. But Dixie Chick, who was offended by that? Who who was uh, was there anybody offended, or is it a way to ride this wave and get some publicity? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. Were they getting letters? Yeah, but you they know w- why I like it? I think. Well, I already said why I like it, but it's it's all positive. Like it's all positive change. It's it's win win for Dixie Chicks. They get some publicity. They kind of ride the wave of what they stand for. You know, they're not afraid to be outspoken. They're using their fame for positive change and for positive messages. So no matter what, it's positive. I mean, who cares if they change their name from the chicks, from the Dixie chicks to the chicks? Like it's gives them attention. It gives attention to a meaningful thing. I think it can't be bad. Yeah. But it's not like they were getting, you know, pro like people protesting their name before. Uh, they're, they're very progressive, cool chicks. They're awesome. So meaning if they had had any sort of inkling that this was offensive before, they would have changed it. I suppose. But now we're becoming more and more aware all the time, right? We're like Laura Stewart, who just commented. She's she says it with one word evolving. It's true. Like we're we're always evolving. And I think it's easy for us to not care about that when we've got our white privilege. But, you know, I think those things matter. Yeah, they do. They really matter. Matt says uh, on a lighter note, uh, either that's a wicked tan or you use self tan Coco Shea lotion from Body Shop or would or could be slight orange lighting. It's uh, I this when I wear this shirt, I find um, <laughs> it makes it orange. I do. Like if you look back at the videos, any video I've worn the shirt, I should just not wear it. But no, the blue one. No, the uh, checkered uh, red one. No, no, wear it. Looks good. If you because if you look back at all of the videos, here is that better? If you look back at all the videos that I'm wearing this shirt, I'm orange. It's some. I need a better camera because it messes the the thing. You look good, Jules. Don't Thank worry you. about it. Doug says, "Why do they think they can change the rules in the middle of the game?" Brutal job, Uber. It's so true, that yeah. last story. Here's another interesting story. A plant biologist at the University of Ottawa, here in Ottawa, who's working to create an edible vaccine. She is working to create an edible vaccine for the coronavirus. Allison McLean, that's her name. Her research involves injecting tomato, potato, and lettuce plants with a tiny particle of the vi- viral DNA swimming in a bacterial solution. We take a syringe without that needle point at the end. You press it up against the large leaf and you basically push the bacteria into the plant tissues. The bacteria piggybacks that DNA into the plant, which triggers the production of viral proteins. Eating the plant allows these proteins to pass through the digestive system where they're taken up by special cells in the gut, stimulating a type of immunity. 
It's called mucosal immunity, and it's a particular. It's of particular interest to the scientists currently joined in the battle of COVID nineteen because the virus that causes the disease SARS CoV two enters the body via the mucosal surface of the respiratory system. Thank God for smart people. Yeah, isn't that cool? So you'd eat a potato and get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's some uh, great, really nice, positive, inspiring news to cap us off here. Four years ago, Evan Araya was walking through the Eritrean, I'm not pronouncing that right, Eritrean, Eritrean desert, his feet cracked and bleeding, carrying his five-year-old brother, Simon, to neighboring Sudan. He was just nine years old. In 2017, now he landed in, in, or in 2017, they landed in Canada with his family. He didn't speak a word of English. Now he's 14. He's a young refugee, uh, has been spoken, has been chosen to speak to his other grads at Hawthorne Public Schools, grade eight valedictorians. It's way better because I used to not be able to speak anything, but now I can talk and read and other stuff. So I feel really good, he says. She, his teacher said that through the program English language development, it's it, basically it's specifically intended for students who come to Canada lacking language skills, but also basic classroom experience. Anyway, he addressed the school and he's doing so incredibly well. And he says he recalls many firsts upon arriving in Canada that snowy day in January. Imagine you come from you know, East Africa, and you're all of a sudden in January in Ottawa. His first leap into the snow at his first day of school, he's done all of this. He's, imagine like coming to Canada and now he is, he's excelling at everything. He's, she said, his teacher said he's, she's never met a student more driven or more determined to improve. He wasn't just focused on language or math and math. He also does well in everything and makes an effort in drama and art. He has this unique ability to bring everyone together. So now he went from, you know, just four years ago, going with his family at nine years old through the desert. And now he's valedictorian in Ottawa and speaks English so well. And everybody looks up to him and he's this incredible kid. And it, it just makes me think, you know, to go through all of that, you really appreciate living in a country and in a place where you feel that you can do anything, right? Yeah. And if you're born here, like we were, easy to be a spoiled brat because you're just taking it for granted. You're used to it. And this kid has accomplished so much in four years and, and he got all this publicity for it. And I think that's great because then other kids see oh my gosh like he's he's got but imagine like all all of imagine how hard it was for him to start in school mm-hmm. like I was a redhead I was teased I was different imagine coming you don't know how to speak the language not only do you but you get to the point where everybody looks up to you and you're and you're a valedictorian so good for him that he's getting this exposure we so do live in the best country that's for sure it's pretty good, though, eh? Isn't that impressive? It is impressive. Mm-hmm. So that's your daily dose for today. No, no. Daily dose, daily dose.
dose from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news and headlines from Jim Grant. Whoops. Robert Van Loon says the word Dixie reminds. Oh, I like how you stood up. <laughs> I see. It's a delay. Oh, did you knock off the sign? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. What does Dutchie say? Robert says the word Dixie reminds me of the Confederate flag, which has not been liked by a lot of people oh, for a yeah. long time. I, I'm I just for sure that's uh, definitely should not be. Uh, I'm glad they're evolving. I just I didn't realize basically is what I'm saying. Yeah. I literally thought when I saw they were changing their name, it was because of the chicks part. Yeah. Yeah. If it reminds you of uh, the Confederacy and all that, of course. I just I did not know that. I didn't know the the link. I wonder if Dixie Lee in New Brunswick will change their name to just I Chicks Lee. <laughs> it's a chicken place. Yeah. True, true. Uh, I doubt it. I doubt they're going to change anything. Why that? Why, why not? I don't know. I feel like it's the same along the same lines of why McDonald's doesn't have a veggie burger. Mm. Callback from yesterday's show. Hi, I'm Jen Grant. Hi, I'm callback comedian Jen Grant. Um, Matt's wondering if maybe you you drank a jug of Tang last night. He's upset. He gets obsessed he with does. these things. He does. Is my face really orange? No, he just he's running with this theme. I it, know. It's not. You're handsome as always. Have another pink Whitney. <laughs> um. So this is just a side thing, you know, when if you watch our show a lot and you're commenting and you're interacting, you will get anointed with a top fan status. Did yeah. you know that? Which is really fun, but it I don't know how there's no rhyme or well, there's some rhyme or reason why you get top fan status. But some people have it, some people don't. I don't understand like Doug who owns and uh alongside his wife Laura the gringos blazing hot sauces which i know or blazing sauces which you're going to talk about yeah but he's been trying to be top fan for a while and i, and, and I don't know why he isn't he must be let me check he's that. not but i have to say this is interesting because i for all intents and purposes just to, according to facebook it just looks like i'm a fan rather than one of the administrators of the show and so my status is i've got like a diamond next to my name and it says top fan plus one plus one no one else has that because like every single day from the beginning i've okay see all top fans there's gavin brooms dale kerr patrick Gauguin, Monique Dion, François Mott, P.M. Gauguin, Silka Lent. Yeah, Silka and Jen Grant. With the, why isn't Doug a top fan? That's but, so funny. But the other people that you mentioned haven't really watched as much as Doug. Doug's always watching every single day. How do you become a top fan? Oh, who knows? We should look into that. Hmm. Doug says, I know I am a top fan in, his heart, in my heart. Number he one fan, buddy. I actually don't like the word fan, but... It's so, like, uh, pretentious, my fans. It's when I hear amateur comedians say that. Mm -hmm. Thanks to my fans. You are not, you don't have fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Am I being too cynical? No, not at all. No, I want to have an open heart. You know what? The Dixie Chicks should have changed their names. I agree with that. I was just at first, like, why? 
the, I was just questioning why I didn't know the the what Dixie meant. Hmm. So, and says, then go ahead. I will accept the word fan. Go ahead. If you're a regular frequenter of popular Facebook groups and pages, then you might have spotted a little jewel. Da da da. It says there are a variety of badges. It oh, says, get to the point. I know. Not you, the article. I, mean, I, I hate those kind of articles. The answer is simple. Take a very active part in the life of the page or group. D- there's no more, uh, no one more active than Doug. This Doug, thing. maybe you're shadow banned by Facebook. This includes watching videos that are posted, liking and sharing posts. Hey, uh, Doug, do you share the post? Yes, you do. Yeah. And you comment. All these things you're supposed to do. There's a few stipulations, though. The page or group in question must have over 10,000 followers. Okay, we need to get our followers up because we're at, we just surpassed 800 followers. We need to get more followers. This is why we need people to share. Please. In our hearts, <laughs> Doug is number one. In our hearts, Doug is a top dog. Doug is a top fan. <laughs> we'll always believe that, no matter what. <laughs> and we just want to remind you, Doug, that no matter what the algorithm says, no matter what Facebook says, this might not be the best song to do it. No matter what Mark Zuckerberg's theory on top fan is. Just remember that it's it's an algorithm thing. You don't have to worry about a thing. <laughs> In our hearts, you shine like bling. Ah. I'm not crazy about this song. Okay. Let me see. All right. This one goes out to one of our top fans out there. Doug Knight. All right. Now, I need the... Going to top fan, Doug Knight. Forget the recognition, you don't need it. <laughs> but then our hearts that we believe in, you are top. <laughs> Something's happening with the sound here. It's popping nonstop. Hmm. All right. Whether it's announced or not. Whether it's pinned on top or not, just know, Doug Knight, that you're a top fan in our heart. Uh, something's <laughs> happening in my audio. It's like nonstop popping and clicking. Why don't you pull away like Beyonce? All right. Okay. Okay. It's oh, Friday. No. Sometimes you're forgotten, but I just want you to know that we really appreciate you as a top uh, I can't do it. <laughs> it's too tired all of a sudden. I've hit a wall like halfway through the show. Oh, God. Anyway, Doug, you're a top fan. <laughs> and speaking of which, this ep- Fuck. Did you hear the pop? I actually didn't, but... This episode of the Julie Neon Show brought to you by... Ringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection, wide selection, wide selection of some of the best hot sauces in your life. 
Trust us, all right? Do yourself for the hot sauce flavor, favor, lover in your life. I hit a wall. I'm just so tired all of a sudden. Oh, you're not there. We have an hour show and you have to leave every time. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for the best sauces, hot sauces, salsas, jellies, and grilling sauces out there. Doug Knight, our friend and yours, chef by trade, and his wife, Laura, they're obsessed with finding the perfect combination of flavor and heat, and they nail it every time. Oh, my gosh. Gringos. Our fridge is full. Fill your fridge up. Do yourself or the hot sauce lover in your life a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in, uh, in Canada. And they ship all over North America. That's right. Everywhere in North America. Loved it. Uh, do yourself a favor. I want to try this. Hold on. All right. And you go to gringosblazingsauces.com. They ship everywhere in North America. <laughs> what do you mean everywhere? <laughs> Do you mean St. Petersburg, Florida? Yes, I do. Chicago, Illinois, absolutely. Garland, Texas, of course. Seattle, Washington, absolutely. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> Piano, Texas, they'll deliver. They'll ship to Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, I like this one. Dallas, Texas, Santa Ana. California, Chandler, Arizona. All I right. love beautiful Two, song. Three. Bakersfield, California, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, that's Gringos. They'll ship to Milwaukee. That's in Wisconsin. They'll ship to New <laughs> Jersey City, New Jersey. I love it. El Paso, Texas, Reno, Nevada, Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, there too. Oh. Lubbock, Texas. I think that's pronounced Lubbock, but I messed it because I'm improvising. Two, three, four. <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska. Yee! Fresno, California. Yeehaw! Honolulu, Hawaii. Garland, Texas. Yeah. How you doing, partner? Aurora, Colorado. Colorado Springs, Colorado. Honolulu, St. Louis, Chicago. A lot of them are repeats. Hot enough for you? Repeats. Hot enough for you? San Jose. Come on. Detroit, said, Michigan. He said repeat. They'll ship, ship there. It's not free shipping in the States, but it's free shipping in candidates. We can do it. All right. Hold on. Yeehaw! They also ship in Canada. Giddy up. Um, Giddy up. They ship in Canada, too. Calgary, Sault Ste. Marie. Trois-Rivières-Berry, Guelph, New Brunswick, Charlottetown, PI, New Brunswick's a province, Nova Scotia, they'll ship to the province for sure, Medicine Hat, but we're talking cities, oh, sorry. we've got Edmonton, or the regional Niagara municipality, Canada, Vaughn or Saskatoon, Mississauga, 
Port Moody. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Come on, two, Saskatoon. three. Saskatoon. Phoenix, Arizona. List the cities. Gatineau, Quebec. Who knows cities? Prince George, British Tri- Columbia. What two, about three. Kingston? They do Kingston. They'll go to Toledo, Ohio. No one likes Cornwall. Nobody likes Cornwall. But they'll go there. It's the Great Wall of Corn. <laughs> but if you live there, you'll get a shipment from Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Yeehaw! Song's over. Yeah, I know that was the ending. Oh, you got to get the last word in. <laughs> that was fun. <sighs> that was fun. So, yes. All right. <laughs> that wasn't so much improvising, but that was just reading city names from a random city generator. All right, let's go for the close on P- this. Hey, just a quick question. PM yeah. said, Doug Knight, do you hit like at all live? All live. At all the lives? At all, like during li- dur- during the Maybe live? Maybe that's what he means. While it's live? I think he does. <laughs> Robert Van Loon said, "Hey, I was born and raised in Cornwall, best city. I'm sorry. You know what? I I'm I we, we love Cornwall. I don't We're know why people joking. shit on it. Well, I shit on it only because I was born there as Whoa, well. Whoa, publicly admitting it. You never usually do. I know, but I have to because Robert's mad that I said that about Cornwall. And you know what? I I'm love only Cornwall. Te- I'm only teasing. You know what? Sometimes there needs to be a br- the you know brunt of the joke. Like sometimes there needs to be. Go ahead." It's just Finish a joke. Your it's a joke. In it's, fact, you know what? I'll admit it. It was an easy laugh. I thought because in comedy clubs here in Ottawa, if you talk about Cornwall like it's a shit city, then it gets a laugh. And I'll admit it. That was a lazy, lazy. This one goes out to my people from Cornwall. Here we go. All right. No, I don't like this one. Cornwall is a city, uh. It's a border town, you may say. Uh. It's on the edge of Quebec and the States, that's right. Borders, borders. It's known as the Great... Uh, I can't get behind this one, either. Alright, here we go. This one goes out to the 613. It's Cornwall. Is Cornwall 613? No. Yep. Yeah? All right. 613 Cornwall shares an area code with Ottawa, but it doesn't matter because it's the 23 Great Wall of Corn. Yeah. Here we go. Cornwall. There used to be a mill, so it smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> joke it is i'll admit that hey where are you from cornwall <laughs> enough cornwall's been through enough over the years it had a mail it smells like tears <laughs> <laughs> go go because that's going. where dreams go to die but now they thrive they've rebuilt even though their mall is super depressing there's nothing left yeah the cornwall square cornwall square was once where people congregated now it's where people go to defecate <laughs> Defecate. Uh, no, it's not. I don't know. There's. Wait. Cornwall. Cornwall. Here we go. Ontario. Why is it the butt of a joke? It's got a brewery called Rurubin, which is very difficult.
difficult to pronounce because there's an R that shouldn't belong in the mantle, but here we go. Cornwall, we love you. Cornwall, we think of you. When we do shows there, you have some of the best audiences because, let's face it, there's nothing else going on there. So when we go down there, it's... I like how I'm insulting them. La Maison. Them. La Maison is great. Yeah. La Maison. Hey, I just realized something. What? Kind of funny that we call it Cornwall is often the butt of the joke because it, for a long time, smelt like someone's butt. <laughs> but now it doesn't. It used to smell like farts. Everybody knew it for that. But now it doesn't smell like farts, so things should improve. Hmm. And it is improving. I actually, oh, it's, my God. I'm feeling very bad about that now. because I, This yeah. one goes out. To Cornwall and all the people living there or from there. Jenny feels bad for making fun of Cornwall during this podcast. <laughs> she takes it back as she was born in Cornwall and she feels like she's got the right to make fun of it. But she takes it back, she thinks she'd go back anytime she could to perform, but that's pretty much it. And we're back. Sorry to our Apple listeners. Two, three, Cornwall. Not so bad after all. It's only about an hour and a half from Ottawa and about an hour and a half from Montreal, which, I mean, that's kind of cool. You're like an hour and a half from two cities. Right? That's yeah. That's cool, right, guys? We've got that going for us. All right. It is great, actually. You know, okay, and I, I think no, you're no, overdoing no. it now. Nobody's no, going to buy it. You're like, it's great. It's the best city I've ever been to. No, I actually love I, it so much. I'm going to admit that it was for a cheap laugh. Maybe you're like repeating the same thing over and over. Can I just finish my point, please? I'm out of practice. The last show I did was at the end of February. So I am reaching into all the stock lines. Anyways, Robert's right. (laughs) (laughs) We get it. All right, that's it. Let's uh, finish this thing. Let's go. Let's go visit Derek. Okay. Um. This Have has a been great a great weekend, everyone. Yeah, this has been a really weird show. Disjointed. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you on Monday. We'll be back on Monday with a plan. It was good. Smooth and flowy. I don't know. I feel sometimes oh, when good. we end the show, I'm like, meh. Today's one of those days. I disagree. I thought it was fun. I just feel bad about the Cornwall. Oh, come on. You don't have to feel bad. No, I do. It's going to ruin my whole day. Should have said Vanier. Should have said Scarborough. That is our show. Thank you so much for being with us. If you want to be a top fan, share this, like this, talk about it in your regular life. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Stitcher Radio, Tuned In Radio, iHeartRadio, whatever the hell. It's there. We're there. Coming at you live seven day, or five, five days a week, Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. All right, Jenny, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for being you. And Robert just said great show. Thanks, Dutchie. Miss you. Hope we can get together soon. Be safe out there, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. And as always, watch your head. It's just a waste of time.
Just a waste of time. 